This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. And we have Cassidy from Elkridge on. Hi, Cassidy. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good morning. We're good. How are you? I am so good. Good. What's going on? I have figured exactly why you're single. Oh, God. What? Uh, should, should, I, should I brace myself for this? Uh, okay, why? I think that the reason that you're still single is because you've been single for four years. Mm. And you keep telling everyone on the air that you've been single for four years. And if I'm the guy that's been single for four years, I like that's an immediate red flag for me. It's too long. You th- you think because he's sharing the amount of time he's been single that that's like alarming women? Oh yeah, yeah. It's like a forty year old virgin. <laughs> like it's oh, too wow. Okay. To be fair, I'm not a forty year old virgin. Just want to cl- make sure that's clear. But you will be forty um, next year. Thank you, Jessica. Um, <laughs> I okay. So backstory: If you're new to our show, I yes, actually, as of this week, as of the thirtieth, I will have been single. Now for four, four years. years. Yes. Wow, we're four years. That's crazy. So I was married, and uh, my wife uh, didn't want to be married and didn't tell me. Right. Uh, just went ahead and decided to do unmarried things, mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you will. And, uh, a little yeah, confusion there. A little confusion of a, a monogamy. A missed email, if you will. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I, uh, I talk pretty openly about my dating life, and honestly, since... God, since I've been in Maryland now for close to two years, I've had maybe maybe like a month run, two max, but nothing that's like super super been successful. So you think well, it's the only reasons that you're single that long are if you're still hung up on the person that you're with, or if you like don't ever want to commit to anyone. How wow. do, what do you think about that? Well, first off, to be clear, I'm not. I mean, I really don't feel like I am not. Uh, over my ex-wife. Like, that part's good, done, for real. Like, I don't have any concern of that being a thing. Mm-hmm. Commit, I just don't feel like I found the right person yet. But okay. I do think as you get more removed, more single, yeah, uh, you get used to being single, so it kind of becomes a norm to be single. That's the 40-year-old version of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, you just keep, bla- like, it just gets pushed and pushed and pushed, and then you're like, oh, well. Damn. I guess this is how it is. is okay, Jess, hearing this, is it a red flag mm-hmm. if a guy has been single for too long in your mind? Like, initially, I didn't. But now that she's bringing up those points, maybe if you've been single for four years, it can make 
her feel like you don't want something serious. You know what I mean? So you're saying, though, that four years and you're like, well, what does this guy not know what he wants? Like, is there something wrong? Like, I just never thought about it before. I just thought you were doing your thing. But until but when she brings up this point, I can now understand maybe if that's how you're making people feel. Possibly if you're like casually dating. Can we get some single women on the phone? This sounds like I'm trying to solicit for something, but no, I'm genuinely curious. Yeah. Like if you hear, okay. A guy's been single. Like, we sit down at dinner. You're like, hey, so how long have you been single? I say four years. Mm-hmm. Is that an instant turnoff? I'm kind of curious what women would say about this. Hey, Teresa in Catonsville, good morning. Good morning. Is it a turnoff if a guy has been single for too long? I don't think so. Um, I'd be more concerned about somebody who can't exist without being in a relationship. Boom. How about um, that? You know... There's nothing wrong with taking time for yourself to, you know, get over your last relationship, you know, find yourself again. I've been single for three years. Yes. Um, You know, I'm a single mom. I had to take time for myself. I had to take time for my kids. Right. I've dated on and off, but Mm -hmm. you don't find the person that's worth committing to, you know, you're doing yourself and them a disservice. Mm -hmm. I could not have said it better. I don't think there's anything I could add to that statement to make it more than how I feel of... I just, I'll be like, when I find them, I'll find them, right? Right. But <laughs> I guess my fear now is am I going to have a hard time finding them? Because <laughs> they're like, what? Four years? What's wrong with you? 410-583-1065. Is it a turn off if a guy has been single for too long? Hello, Savannah from Westminster. Good morning. Good morning. You find out a guy's been single for four years. Is that a turn off? Um, yes, just because every time I've dated a guy that was single for that long previously, mm-hmm. it did not end well. Okay, and why do you think being single for four years is a red flag for a man? Because there's always a reason why that they were single for that long. Like, I mean, if you're working all the time and you're really dedicated to your career, then that's one thing. But it's also like, do you even have time for me? Okay. You know? So you take it all, you're going to personalize it all of like, well, if everyone else hasn't worked out in four years, why would I be different? So what were the red flags? What were the red flags in your previous relationships who, you know, if they were single for four years, what were their kind of thumbs down, I guess? Well, I started dating this guy, and, like, two weeks in, he always wanted me to come to his house, like, every day. Like, he constantly wanted me there. Like, he was really controlling. So I'm not saying that you would be, but it's, like, every time I've done it, it's just, like, within a couple weeks, I'm like, oh, okay, that's why you're single. Wow. Okay, Okay, so so you're saying if a guy has been single... For X amount of time, there must there must be a reason, and it must be a yes. red flag. Yes, wow. and that ended terribly. So, I Jeez. mean, yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll uh, omit that information. So, so what okay. should Kramer? <laughs> so what should Kramer do? Like, what he, what could he? So let's say it's you and Kramer on a date, and he says, "I've been single nothing. for four I'm years." I'm not saying that no more. What can he say to make you feel confident in moving forward? I mean, I would just explain that, like, he just moved to Maryland two years ago. Like, he had a big life change. He works on the radio, so, like, he is dedicated a lot to work. I would just kind of make it clear that, like, you've been doing stuff and you're not just, like, 
sitting around waiting for a girl and that you've been dating so many girls and just hasn't worked out. Okay. I would just say that he's been dedicated to his life. Dedicated to my life, Jessica. And okay. That, and, and that should be respected. Right. <laughs> Thank you for calling us. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. Um, I think it depends if he's actually spending time the four years for himself or if he's spending four years of being an F-boy. Yeah. Like, mm. <laughs> if, he's, if he's in these streets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think it depends. Like, if he's just roaming the street and for four years, like, he's just obviously playing women and they're, he's going, probably going to obtain characteristics that is not what I'm looking for in a boyfriend or a husband yeah so, so do you think when i sit down i should be like hey listen i've been i've been single for six uh, for four for four years now but i'm not an f boy hmm? i wouldn't say it like that okay. yeah because then you're automatically say... an f boy <laughs> if, if you claim yeah, you're not one then you're obviously like one you're giving okay. me f boy okay. vibes very confusing very yeah. confusing right uh, okay maybe explain like i don't know i feel like the people that i've interacted with if they're like Oh, I've been single for four years because I don't know. Like, so, explain so I, what you've been doing, but not make make it a subtle like. I've been working really hard, or to do this know. or that. I've been moving. I've been doing this. I've been coveting. Yeah, I've been, I've been you doing know. this, this, but like make it a subtle thing. Okay, so don't, make like, so make, make the baggage subtle, like Su- like in a low baggage. in a low key way. Low-key share style. your baggage. I feel like okay, people can always grow within another relationship, but yeah. And everyone um, has baggage. Yes, yeah, low-key baggage. Okay. If we've learned anything today, it's just share your baggage, but low-key. I think that's that's vital. Yeah, low-key. So, actually, I think that we've, like, legitimately found the reason why you're single, and I think this is what we need to be discussing on the air today. <laughs> okay. Um, Ashley and Oz from Baltimore City, you guys brought up something that I honestly think is more important than anything that's been said on the air today. Hi, guys. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. So what's what's your theory of why I'm single? It has nothing to do with me being um, single for four years? Uh, this is this is my eight-year-old theory. He's going to tell you. Okay, tell me. I think you're single because you don't watch good movies that you should watch, like Harry Potter and other <laughs> movies like that. <laughs> Absolutely. Seriously. And this is what I've been trying to tell him for years. And he doesn't understand, Oz. You said Harry Potter. You guys every morning. So so we we get to hear all about your your likes and dislikes. You need to listen. You need to watch more uh, interesting movies. Yeah, apparently I'm picking the wrong movies. Oz, do you think that I would get a girlfriend if I started watching Harry Potter movies? I think so. You think that would be that would be the key? That's true, Oz. Yes. <laughs> yes, okay. If Oz says so, then I'm going to have to take it as truth. Thank you, guys. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. We are early today. Why does 30 seconds and the show starts 30 seconds early? You're because like, <gasps> no, I'm, I'm like, I don't have the energy for this today. How will I ever produce 30 more seconds of content today? I was like grabbing all my stuff. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. I'm on the wrong tab. Where's my where's the text line? I don't know. Good morning. Why are we like this? <laughs> we, we arguably have the world's easiest job. But I swear to you, like we'd sit here and melt down over this. What? 30 more seconds today. What? Six o'clock club. How we doing? You good? Hope your morning started right. Right on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, text us. Anyone that's awake, we just want to shout you out. 410-583-1065. Veronica, good morning. Carol, the subtle driver, is here. Jim at USCG. Stephanie in Nottingham. Uh, three more sleeps. I like that, girl. Johnny E., good morning. Stephanie Lynn. Terrence is here. Diana from Annapolis. Sarah and Stu, good morning. Annabelle and her mommy and Havard Grace. LG, the sassy scientist. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Kathy in Parkville, good morning. Lisa, Debbie, and Delta, beautiful Beverly. Lori, Francesca, the nurse, good morning. Mr. W is here. Los Mill nurse, uh, Jackie. Miss Jackie, our Howard County bus driver. WB from Glen Burnie. Adrian, D-Rod, the crew chief. And Sherry from Severn, good morning. 410-583-1065. Did you really get your hair done if you didn't post it on social media? I'm asking this question to every woman, typically. I just walked in today. I, I literally just noticed your hair is a different color. It's, it's not a different color. I curled it, but I appreciate what you're doing because I feel like you are taking steps and you're making an effort and that's getting better. I have so much PTSD because Jess, for some reason, and maybe you can explain why, gets personally disturbed 
Like like it's a personal attack. Well, it was a personal attack. If I don't notice that her her hair is different. Well, but your I, hair is different. Well, no, it's because I curled it. It's today. not a different color. No, it's been that blonde. Yeah. You didn't change the color at all. Well, I oh, you mean are you just now noticing I I'm back to blonde after like four weeks? No, I don't think so. You saw me before it's, we went to. Did you know that my hair was blonde before we went to Hawaii? <laughs> did you not notice that? So you're just something, now. So you're four weeks late. Something is different about. Your so hair. the reason why this is. I got so upset the last time was because I was I went from my hair was blonde and then I literally dyed my hair like copper but like to Kramer it was brown right so you go from one color to another completely different and he had no clue he had no idea and it, it upset me because I'm like I'm the only person you look at like how could you not notice I, I don't remember your hair being this color yesterday and at least this time you know you are four weeks late but at least you said something so for that I will say thank you you had an appointment yesterday of some sort. We no, really... yeah, that wasn't my hair. Oh, I just assumed it was your hair. I don't know why. So when you come in today, I'm already on guard of like, all right. You're doing a checklist? Her hair. Maybe I'll just give you a checklist of things you should keep well, in mind. Well, here's the thing. I would, just... I would do that for you. How about this? Because every woman I feel like has to do this. You have to post on social media when you get your hair done. It's like it's like the go-to I got a haircut hairstyle Well, thing, did I right? post? No, and that's why I was wondering. I was like, I'm panicked now because so, I don't know if it's different. You're wrong. Well, no, I mean, you're correct. You're just four weeks late. So. That's fine. It's progress, people. The little ones will celebrate. <laughs> so hopefully next year you'll notice. Are you sure? When I actually do on time. Are you 100% sure? It's fine. Same color. Don't even worry about it. No. 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 We've got some celebrities in Maryland, a TV series based on local author Laura Lippman's Lady in the Lake began filming this week right here in Baltimore with its stars, two Academy Award winning actresses Natalie Portman and Lupita Nyong'o. Uh, Apple TV ordered a limited te- television series based on Lippman's New York Times best-selling novel, which is set in 1960s Baltimore. So wow. Lippman, a former reporter for the Baltimore Sun, who serves as an executive producer on the series, confirmed the news that the two actresses are in fact in the city. It'll be some time before the show airs on Apple streaming service, but right now they're saying that there's a chance it could premiere by the end of the year. So if you're in the area, you might see a few celebs. That's cool. Number two. Today is National Pretzel Day, and Wetzel Pretzels is celebrating by offering their original Wetzel Pretzel for free today from 3 p.m. to close at any participating locations. And then Auntie Anne's is also celebrating by giving away their original or cinnamon sugar pretzel for free. All you have to do for them is claim the offer through their Pretzel Perks app and redeem it at any participating locations. And apparently... In the late 1600s, it was a Pennsylvania baker who forgot a batch of pretzels in the oven, and they were clearly overbaked, but the baker sampled them anyway, and he was pleasantly surprised with the crunchy deliciousness, and that's how hard pretzels became a thing. Are you serious? So shout out to PA. Okay, PA. Damn, Sam. that's crazy. That's so cool, huh? So you're telling me just because somebody burnt the pretzels. He we, forgot them. We now have hard crunchy. Pretzels. Now that is like... If you've ever felt like you failed in life, you're walking into work today and you make some big mistake, it could be like the biggest thing ever. Totally. That's cool. Number one. It's official. Elon Musk is buying Twitter. Elon will be the new owner of Twitter as a social media platform has accepted the Tesla CEO's $44 billion bid, and Twitter will no longer be a publicly traded company once Musk becomes the owner. 
Uh, he has previously said that Twitter needs to go private to become a genuine free speech platform and reach its true potential. He said, quote, I want to make Twitter better than ever by enhancing the product with new features, making the algorithms open source to increase trust, defeating the spam bots, and authenticating all humans. But a big question that's been trending online since Elon has stepped in is, will former President Donald Trump be back on the social media platform? And even though Elon hasn't commented on the possibility of restoring Trump's account, Trump has indicated that he has no plans to go back to Twitter as of right now. It's going to be so wild if all of a sudden Twitter becomes like super popular again. I feel like Twitter became like niche, right? Like people that loved it, loved it. But most of us. I think Twitter is actually popular. You just don't think so if you're not into it. Because if saying. you think it's, about it. It's but- niche. Like if you love it, you love it. But I, it's not. When you look at the top used social media networks, the time spent on it is one of the lower ones compared to Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Yeah. So I feel like. Wouldn't it be wild though? Because Elon Musk is nuts. He's just a nuts dude. He comes up with all kind of crazy ideas. I bet Twitter was like, take it. I know they they, like, they paused it for a second, but for $44 billion yeah. on a site that I kind of feel like they've been struggling with for the last couple of years, I'm kind of genuinely excited now to see where it's going to go and what it's going to become because he's such a outside-the-box thinker, you yeah, know? We'll see what happens. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Right. If we could create... Jurassic Park in Maryland, would you go? If we could create Jurassic Park, <laughs> it's a random question, but go over here. If we could create Jurassic Park in Maryland, okay, would you go? Would you no. want to go? No, not me. Why? No desire. No desire to see uh, scary looking reptiles when I already don't like what they look like on the ground. So for you, it'd be a fear-based thing. You'd be scared. I've just never really been interested. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've never felt a connection to dinosaurs, really, like an mm-hmm. emotional connection. Mm-hmm. So for me, probably not. There's a survey out this morning. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> There's a survey out this morning asking people really about extinct animals in general like which ones we should bring back if they if we could have our way oh hell no they're trying to bring back dinosaurs in real life so the giant tortoise by the way is the most popular animal that people in maryland want to bring back totally sure sure the passenger pigeon got high high estates that's fine the northern white rhinoceros jess wish we could bring that back and the dodo bird all popular things that people in maryland wish we could bring back from extinction yeah let's move down the list Only 12% of people in Maryland are trying to bring back the Triceratops. That's probably the same people who think they can have a tiger as a pet as well, and it won't eat them eventually. That's the zebra guy. It's the zebra guy down in PG County. Uh, 11% say they would love to see the return of the pterodactyl. And 10% of people in Maryland this morning say they want to see the return of a T-Rex. No. Bruh, I would die to see this. Are you kidding me? Why do you guys... It's are like, you kidding me? You guys are the first people to die in a scary movie. Why do you walk towards the burning house? Why would you want them to come back? They will eat you. The only reason it's scary to you is because it's unfamiliar. If you grew up with T-Rexes... You would you would know how to run away from them because they would, <laughs> you would be 
you would be their dinner. Bro, I want to see a T-Rex today. Y'all, y'all are addicted to the chaos. Not me. I'm curious. I'll hang out with my fishies. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll go to the... I'm fine. In our 6 o'clock club... Do you do you want to see do you want to see a dinosaur, or are you like nah? Are you Jess? You're like nah. I'm good. The zoo also I've, has, I've seen the movie. The zoo will also be having dinosaurs this summer in their exhibit. I forgot about that. We just got a text from the six o'clock club. So if you want to fill up your dinosaur dreams, you can go over there. No, I mean, I want like a damn T Rex running around Cecil County, like it ain't nothing. Right. You know what I mean? Another question this thing asked was, um, as far as Marylanders. Do you think that we will actually go extinct? Just we as humans, do you think we'll actually go extinct at some point? Just answer that question. Do you think as we as humans will become extinct one day? Yeah, if we don't take care of our planet. <laughs> if we if we bring back Jurassic Park. Yeah. Um, 48% of people in Maryland think that humans will go extinct. About half of us think we're going to go extinct at some point. Uh, less than 100 years is 7% of people. But the majority of people say in more than 1,000 years, we'll become extinct. So there's your little update on dinosaurs this morning. What is the proper etiquette when it comes to response time on text messages? Like in your head, do you have a number? Like go ahead and think of that number right now. Lock it in your head. Okay. Like what? What is that? Because there's no book, right? There's no there's no rule book to this kind of stuff. It's not illegal to take a long time. But Jess feels like her dad went way too long. Yeah. No, we're definitely in a fight right now. He just doesn't know it. So what happened? So I texted him on Friday night a picture of food that I was eating. <laughs> it was fried chicken and fried rice that Garage Boy had made. And this was very this was a very special meal because he attempted to recreate a meal from one of my favorite restaurants from our hometown, Stockton. Okay. From the specific restaurant called Dave Wong's. And this restaurant is near and dear to my heart. And this fried chicken is very near and dear to my heart. Okay. And it's an emotional fried chicken. It's an emotional fried chicken. And my dad and I, it's like our thing. Like we go to this restaurant and like have lunch or like have dinner. It's like our thing. Mm -hmm. So Gerald was trying to, Garage Boy was trying to recreate this for me. And I send this picture to my dad. And this man responds yesterday <laughs> at 10 a.m. So that would have been, what, three days? How long is that? If you text him Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, so three day. Is that three days? Yeah. And he's all, damn. <laughs> I was like, sir, first of all, the disrespect. Second of all, it's been like a week and a half. <laughs> okay, three days. But to me, I'm like, what if this was an emergency? It also, it doesn't, that, that is an emergency. It was more than just a picture of fried chicken. Like, that was an emotional thing. So, in your mind, what is, what would the proper response time from your parents be? Like, how long did your dad have before you started to get an attitude about it? I'm totally fine if, that like, for, like, six hours. I'm, like, I, it doesn't need six to. Six hours. It doesn't need to be within the hour. Like, I'm cool. Like, I'm a day of person. I get that, one, one we're in a different time zone. Sure. Two, I get that you have a life and you're busy. But just get back to me by the end of your day. And the fact that he took basically three days to respond, and it was just a one-word response. Makes you feel a certain way. Excuse you. I give everyone... Two hours. You got a two-hour window with me. <laughs> what? After, like, after two, here's here's honestly my thought. Like, what? you got two hours. But that's everyone, y'all, y'all. There's not anyone in the world that doesn't check their phone in two hours. No one. No, what if zero period sleeping? people. What if they okay. can't have oh, their phone yes. at work? Overnight. What yes. if they're working out? Nobody doesn't check their phone at work. I've never seen one human on the planet that doesn't at least check their phone 
every ever. So my, my tier goes like this. Within two hours, you're fine. Within four hours, eh, you know, it's it's the danger zone. If you take longer than six hours to respond to a text message to me, you're dead to me. You're dead. Like, there's nothing. Obviously, you did not care enough. Yeah. Because you can't tell me within six hours you did not look at your cell phone. So I'm assuming... That I'm just not important to you. But damn, three days, just like, no. I, honestly, even if he saw it, forgot. That's what I mean. And I, I was about to say, a grace period, I would have been okay if like the next morning, early morning, like, oh my God, like I was out golfing. I had too much tequila. You know how I do. Yeah. Like it's the next day. I would have been totally fine with that because I, I do that a lot. Like I'll be doing, if I'm like cooking and I see you got a text and I'll open it, but like my hands are messed up because I'm like doing dishes or something. I'm like, let me get back to that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh crap, it's been like seven hours. I forgot to answer. I do that a lot. But my dad, three days, like. Not okay. That is so disrespectful okay. to our relationship. To you, like, what is in your mind? Because I think we all have a different threshold on this. What is your threshold of response, text response time that you find appropriate? Like, what point do you start to feel like. Eh, when you see the response. Yeah, we're fighting right now. I don't. He, he won't know, because how would he know? He hasn't checked on me. So we'll see how long <laughs> okay. this fight goes on for. 410-583-1065. It is that time of the week where we turn to our... Um, I'd say like my 10-year-old um, therapist. Is that she, fair? She's like a child psychologist, but not like a psychologist that deals with children. That she, deals with me. <laughs> she's just, Yeah, she's a child that deals with adults <laughs> in a segment that we do called Dear Abby. She's a nine-year-old that's really savvy. Just gets advice with Dear Abby. Mix 106.5. So, who is this Abby, you may ask? Abby is my 10-year-old niece in San Diego, California. Um, I'm very, very close to my family. And she's a nosy girl, I'd say. Always wants to be in everybody's business. But now I actually listen to her because she's actually dropping some gems that I probably should use in my life. What's happening this week? So, I think the... Having a little issue with some, I guess, kitchen rules, and I may be lacking, and I'm not sure if I, I wanted to talk to Abby about that. And we also have a special guest appearance today as well. Yeah, we should probably introduce this. Another person pops in towards the end. Who is this? So Maya, my seven-year-old niece, uh, popped in, and she has some things to say. Abby, can I ask you for some advice? Yes. Do you think that if someone cooks dinner, does the other person have to clean the kitchen? He, okay, so when Gerald makes dinner, he usually makes this like super fun, extravagant meal or whatever. And he makes it by himself because he likes to be in the kitchen doing his own thing. But I don't clean the kitchen. Am I a bad person because I just let him clean? Now this depends on the situation. The situation is if he's cleaning as he's going and you want to help, you could help out. But, like, if he leaves a giant mess and doesn't clean it, you got to clean it. Am I a bad person for not cleaning the kitchen since he's the one that's been cooking? No! That, that's like saying, am, am I a bad person for leaving a chip on the ground when I'm getting a bowl of chips? No. no. Exactly. It's like saying that. Do you think I need to do anything differently? Like, is it on me to step in and to offer? Or should he just ask? Like, if he actually, if he needed help, is it on him to ask me for help? Personally, I think you should just try and help him. But if he did, if he's, if he's like, you don't have to help, you, you don't need to help, I don't need any help, listen. <laughs> is it Maya? Maya! No! Does she want to say hi? Special guest appearance, Maya. The question is, Auntie does not clean the kitchen when Gerald cooks, and does that make Auntie a bad person? 
Yeah. Um, I think you should clean it up when you're done eating and like he's done cooking. Okay, fair. But what if he is cleaning up as he's cooking? Then don't do anything. Fair enough. Just eat. <laughs> Thank you. Love you. Love you. I miss them so much. It hurts. So... Maya is like younger version of Abby, but I feel like Maya. Maya is actually like the com- so so different. The girls are like so so different. Down to business. Down she's to like, business. Well, I mean, just eat. Yeah, she's like, I mean, it's food, right? Dinner served. I mean, girl. <laughs> yeah. We call that dear Abby. The video's up where Kramer and Jess on Instagram and Facebook. Now, now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore top three <laughs> with Jess. Number three. Dave Chappelle is coming to Maryland. Live Casino and Hotel Maryland announced that Dave Chappelle will perform for the casino's upcoming 10th anniversary celebration with back-to-back performances on June 18th and 19th. Both shows will be at 6.30 p.m. at the Hall at Live, the casino's 4,800-seat performance venue. And they're saying that no cell phones, cameras, or recording devices will be allowed at the show. Tickets will go on sale this Friday, April 29th at 10 a.m. And it looks like tickets are ranging from $90 to $245. I'm so bummed. I saw Dave Chappelle when he was kind of in his funk phase, if you will. He was was just trying to get through. Yeah, yeah. and like, but it sucks. When you go to see somebody you love and the show is not what you expected it to be. Now, obviously, seeing his Netflix series the last couple of years has been good. I liked the Chappelle show back in the day a lot. Uh, But when I saw him, he was just, it was that weird phase. And it just felt lazy. So I'm bummed. Now I'm like, I have like a bad taste in my mouth about Dave Chappelle, you know? Maybe some redemption time. I don't know. Number two. McDonald's has always removed certain menu items and brought them back over the years. And now fans have been suggesting the return of some of their favorites on Twitter. And it looks like the company has been listening. And rumor has it that these four items may be coming back soon. So number one, their snack wraps. Uh, Number two, the BTS meal. So their collab with BTS, this was the most successful meal collaboration in the restaurant's history. And fans really want it back. The McPizza, I've never even heard of this, but it was introduced back in 1989, only available after 4 p.m. But I I guess it does exist now at Epic uh, McD at the world's largest entertainment McDonald's in Orlando. So there's a possibility of that making the rounds nationally and all day breakfast. Now, this was a victim of the pandemic when McDonald's decided to only sell breakfast during morning hours only. But there's a chance that they may be bringing it back. So be on the lookout. Any of those or any other menu items that you miss or wish would come back? I just wish breakfast was all day because I, yeah. I always feel like when you need it the most, you get there five minutes after and it yeah. just hurts. Is it that or do you just appreciate it more? Like Chick-fil-A is a great example of this. I don't really think about Chick-fil-A for breakfast, but on Sunday when I specifically cannot have it, totally, then you want it even more. Of you course, know? Of So course. I feel like if breakfast all day kind of made it not so special. No, I just it just needs to be there all day because you never know when you're going to be in the you know particular you situation where you need <laughs> a McMuffin. Number one. Lizzo is ready to hit the road. The singer just announced that her first tour in three years. Lizzo's uh, The Special Tour, named after her upcoming album, kicks off September 23rd in Florida. And Lizzo will also be making her way to D.C. on September 27th, and she'll also be in PA on September 29th. And those tickets also go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. And fans who pre-save Lizzo's new album will get early access to tickets, too. That's cool. You saw her. And I told Jess, if any concert to miss, that was not the one. Yeah. It was such a good show. I saw her in 2019. And this is when, like, this song's popping up. She was, like, on top of the world, right? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it was just... I don't usually stay for full concerts. I'm the leave early guy because I don't want to deal with traffic. <laughs> yeah. That's me. Yeah. He Every stays for like three songs and then That's goes. it. I just want to see I just want to see my one song that I like and then I'm out. Yeah. Um, but but Lizzo honestly highly recommended. If you get a chance to see her in DC, you should totally make the trip. This is Jess and that was your top three. All right. Have you seen the Abercrombie and Fitch documentary yet on Netflix? No, I didn't even know there was one actually. Oh my god, what a mess. Uh yeah, it's called White Hot and it's basically about how terrible of a brand Abercrombie and Fitch was. It's just a little you know that you're getting close. When you're hit with the smell of Abercrombie. The nightclub beats and bare-chested guys. Abercrombie and Fitch said, we go after the cool kids. If they didn't look a certain way, they didn't belong in our clothing. Are we exclusionary? Absolutely. I mean, that's it. It's basically about how like only attractive white kids got to work in the front of the store at Abercrombie and Fitch. And then some terrible, like, clothing they produced that was so offensive. How, like, the, of course, people on the insides were, like, taking advantage of the younger models. And just, oh, it was no. just a mess. But it made me reminisce because I was like, man, growing up, there was honestly nothing cooler than if you had Abercrombie and Fitch clothes. Because you were that white kid. Because I was that white kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I, I never shopped there. Is, is, so. it a, is it a white person thing? I mean, I, I think, well, personally, that's how I always felt. Yeah. But then again, I also didn't have the money to be in there, and I always felt uncomfortable to be in there, and it looked scary in there because it was, like, dark, and you're like, wait, what's weird. going on in behind there? It was, like, some kind of exclusive club that you could only be part of uh, if you were super attractive. Now, I was, I didn't grow up like a rich kid, right? We were, like, middle class. So I didn't get to wear Abercrombie clothes. The only time I ever wore Abercrombie was, I remember I bought an off-season coat. So I, like, I bought a, a coat in like the middle of May. And you're like I wearing so it, sweating in like wear, June. I didn't care. I didn't care. <laughs> yeah. no, it, just, it was like such a badge of honor. There was nothing cooler in the world when I was in high school than Abercrombie and Fish clothes. Like in my generation, that's what was so cool. But it makes me laugh now because who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, how stupid is that now, in hindsight? Like, who, who literally cares? I mean, I know we still have, like, a thing with, like, well, what are you wearing? Who are you wearing? But, like, now I, I, would, I wouldn't feel like I was cool wearing Abercrombie and Fitch clothes, you know? Yeah. That wouldn't be a sign of status anymore. So I thought we could talk about today things that you thought were so cool back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, what was that one thing? If I ask you right now. What's that one thing that was so cool when you were a teenager that it just like lit you up on the inside that maybe seemed like was you were, you were only a cool kid if you had this or maybe it was something that was exclusive to you of like I was just madly in love with this one item that was so specific to that time. Remember when slap bracelets were a thing? Yeah, everyone only, had them. Only cool kids had a slap bracelet. If you didn't have a slap bracelet, there was something wrong with you. So what was so cool when you were a teen, can we like reminisce on some of these? 410-583-1065. Just start us off. So I guess like, you remember Skype? Yeah. So I feel like Skype was kind of like the first uh, kind of like video chat thing mm-hmm. that kind of like took off. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, 
I and I'm sure like people I mean I almost like relate I kind of I think it's similar to like FaceTime at this point of like you just being on the phone with your friends but for whatever reason everyone in high school at the time all of my friends and I were just obsessed with Skype and like the minute all of us got home we're just all on it we're not even talking to each other there'd be like eight people on the screen but you just had to be in the chat and you like had to be on you had phones but like Skype was the cool place to go right yeah and like and like on my little like chunky laptop that like looked like a block that was like just super big and like pink and everything and so everyone was on it so that's kind of like what that reminds me of for like no reason but like everyone was obsessed and everyone was like were you not on Skype last night or like oh I didn't get invited for (laughs) us it was AIM like whose AIM were you on instant messaging what did your profile look like so cool now dead right but like back then so cool Hey, Jen from Woodlawn, good morning. Hi. What else was, like, so cool back in the day? Okay, so this is going to tell my age. I'm so old, but I really loved Blackberries. Like, if anyone had a Blackberry, yes, had, like, 10 cool points for me. Blackberry people are so diehard. They're so diehard. Like, if you, if you, you, we were probably around the same age, I'm assuming. So, like, if, Jess, I don't know if you, if you were, you might be too young, but like BlackBerry, if you had a BlackBerry, yeah. you were like the upper echelon because most of us had Nokias, right? You had like a Nokia phone, uh-huh. basic as hell, but somebody walked in with a BlackBerry. But can you believe how y'all were texting on those small little tiny buttons? <laughs> right. Five, 52 how? keys. 52 how keys. How could you even there? see? They're so tiny. <laughs> Like, they're hella tiny. I don't even know. But but tell me, Jen, tell me I'm wrong. That was, like, the friggin' coolest thing in the world that you could have done back in the day was pull out your BlackBerry. Yeah, it was the best. And especially when they had, like, the flip ones, too. They had the flip. Yes. That was if you like, had the slide, you were top tier. Wait, top, top tier. Stop it. Did, did Blackberries have, like, the stylistic, too? Yeah. No? That oh was when you pulled the stylus out? I did, yeah. Jen, Jen, did you actually have one, or did you just see everybody else with them and wish you had them? I see that. Damn, that's a good one. I forgot about Blackberry. Thank you. Uh, thank you for calling us. 410-583-1065. What was so cool when we were teenagers? Hey, Heather and Finksburg, good morning. Hey. Come on, reminisce with us. What was like so cool when you were when you were a teen? The sidekick. Oh, my God. The sidekick, I was thriving. I thought I was the coolest kid on the freaking planet with that thing. I would have it open and not even, like, be... I would, like, just be, like, typing for no reason. Is that the one that slid up? Yeah, it slid up. It slid up that way? Yeah. Yeah, It was huge. But, like, still, if you you pulled that thing up and you did it in front of your friends, like, real quick, hang on one second. Yeah, you're like, hang on. Slid that bad boy up? Yeah. Ooh. I didn't have one. And I didn't have one in high school, but about 10 years ago, like, T-Mobile came out with the sidekick slide. And I was like, oh, no, I'm buying it. You have to. You're, you're like, <laughs> inner 13-year-old. is like, if you don't buy this, you will not be popular. So yeah. you must Absolutely. buy this. Wow, that's a good one. I've forgotten about it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Read me a text, Jess, that you see that you're just like, yes, yes. Furbies. Yeah, literally my favorite thing on the planet ever. Furbies were so those were like the little alien looking guys, right? And they, the little mouth. Yeah, and when McDonald's was giving them out, I was doing everything I could to collect as many as I possibly can because you had to. Yeah, it's like you were obsessed with it. Yeah. Hey, Justin from Aberdeen. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? We're doing good, man. What was like so cool back in the day when we were teens? 
Oh, uh, yeah. So I grew up in the late 90s, and it was like the iPods and iPod Nanos oh. and that stuff. Yeah. Oh, I never God. got a chance to get one, but I went with the Zune. Yeah. It, it blew up and was terrible. Did, you get, did you get beat up for that, by the way? IPods, yeah. did, you get, did you get beat up for having a Zune? <laughs> I, I beat myself up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. Yeah, dude. There was, if you knew somebody that had the original iPod, remember they walk in? I like, remember, the, I remember the day they came out. They were They're so huge. 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 Yeah. But, like, you'd be like, they, they, I can store 25 songs on here. And you're like, you can store that on that, that big ass device. That is so And you'd have to, like, circle the to, like, scroll. CDs that, yes. Before, so. Because yeah. we had to go burn CDs. That's yeah. the only way we could transport music. They were like, haha, look at me. I got this big ass device that I wear that, like, weighs me down a little bit. Change we were like, the world. We are jealous yeah. of you. Oh, dude, my that's, gosh. That's a good one. Thanks for the memory. Have a good day. Uh, thank you. 410-583-1065. I wanted Abercrombie and Fitch clothes so bad because only the cool kids had them. And right? I'll say even middle school because the only thing that made me feel that like passion and just like I was obsessed with was limited to. And okay. I, was, I was only allowed to go there if I got good grades on my report card because it was expensive and my nana would take me. And like when I would walk into that store and just seeing everything so sparkly and girly, <laughs> I would die. You needed it. Really quick, Google this. I'm sure you don't remember. Jinko Jeans. J-N-C-O. Jinko Jeans. is another text we're getting a bunch of today. Jinko Jeans with oh, the massive no. skater pants. Oh. They basically just Tell went, me why these are coming back, though. They're Tell so me cool why. again. I know yeah. they're cool again. But back in the day, like if you wore Jinko Jeans, you it could not have been any cooler that one or two years they were super popular. No, Jinko jeans also needs to stay in the past along with gaucho pants. Y'all need to keep them there. <laughs> keep them there and we don't want them. Help us remember some other things. They were so cool back when we were teens. 410-583-1065. Hey, Jason, good morning. Hey, how are you? Good, man. Remind us something that was so cool when you were a teenager. The Nextel phone, so you could just have the push to talk and talk to anyone anytime. The, it didn't even have to dial. The beep beep, right? I don't know what the, that is. It was the a beep bleep, bleep, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. So it was like it was like a two way uh, where, yeah, you didn't. It was basically just like like a long, long distance walkie talkie. That's kind of sick. And like <laughs> think about sick. it, it doesn't even really make conducive sense. Wait, so did they come in a packs of two? So the no. only person you could talk to, or did okay? So how did you Jason, contact each other? Jason, explain Explain to the younger anyone, generation. It was anyone on your contact list. You just pull up their phone number, and the crazy thing about it is you could just talk. So it didn't matter what you were in the middle of doing. Your phone just started talking. You're in the middle of a meeting, yeah. and one of your buddies is like, hey, man, you there? <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine we're doing the radio. You're like, Jess, what's up? It's me. Like, no. what? You couldn't answer it. It just went off. But, like. That's funny. I don't know. I think it's because, like, like, rap videos showed it so many times. It just became this really cool thing for, like, a year. I'm yeah. like, I've got to get me a beep beep because, like, that's. A beep beep? That's, <laughs> what the heck? That's <laughs> that's as good as it gets. Every time you push to push to talk, you'll go chirp, 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 chirp. That was oh it. Oh my god! And you'd be like, you'd be like, yo, what's up? You know, and, <laughs> and I'd be, you know, in the bedroom with somebody, and then your phone's going off. It's like, hey, dude, you there? Are you there? Hello? You couldn't not answer it. It made no. That sense. sounds like a hot mess. <laughs> god, it was well, so then cool. You just start talking. Hey, man, come yeah. on! At four o'clock in the morning. Hey, dude, we're all out. Come on! Awful. Yeah. Awful idea, but so cool back it's in the so day, much dude. Fun. It was. Everyone had to have it. And yep. If you didn't have it, you just weren't one of the cool guys. You weren't cool. Sorry. Dude, thanks for the call today. You guys take care. You too. 410-583-1065. Hello, Eliana in Hartford County. Hi. How are you? We're doing really well. So uh, tell us, remind us of something that was so cool when you were a teen. So I had just 
I graduated in 2019, so I just got out of my teen years. But the coolest thing to have in high school was AirPods. So the teachers didn't know that you were listening to music or on the phone. Yeah, I feel like when AirPods first dropped, even like my friends, just to have them in your ears, just walking around yeah. was like a sign of like superiority. Coolness. But yeah, you, you know what's seriously. so funny is you guys are the second generation of those things. But when I was in college, nothing was cooler than having that one-sided Bluetooth. No, but Bluetooth <laughs> was ugly. I know, That's it was the so thing. ugly. They're not my the same. Yes, They're I'm sure, I'm sure he same. did. Every one of your dads listening right now, if you're your, your age, had one of these things. <laughs> if you were cool. Same. Jess, this thing, this thing probably weighed 20 pounds. No, my dad had yeah. one, and I was like, Dad, stop. And we looked like, <laughs> and the big old microphone that came down, like, it was so unnecessary. Uh. Not conducive at all. But before, listen, Bluetooth's had to walk so that I, the uh, AirPods could run, and that's Stop it! That's for true. That's for true. That's funny. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you. I hope you guys have a good day. Somebody just texted in a text from the 410. Uh, being in someone's top eight oh my on God. MySpace. Yeah. Now, Jess, you couldn't have MySpace. I wasn't allowed to have MySpace, but all my friends did. And it was just like being the person on the outside. Ugh, it, it was like the worst. It was like the worst time of my life. It felt like at that age. It was literally before we were arguing over like mask and politics on social media. We were concerned about Who's top who eight was in your top eight and what your song was. Then you get to so pick a song. Cool. Yeah, you, you can pick a pick song. song. Which one was it? MySpace was a really, really funny one. Jamie in Baltimore, help us remember something that was so cool when we were teenagers. <laughs> so you're really like making my mind go so many different places this morning with this. Yeah. So one thing that stands out to me is when I got my first pair of guest jeans. Oh, that was it. Girl. My God. That was it. Or a guest and, jacket. Know, oh yes. my God. That little triangle. Like <laughs> that was that was status. And it, you could not, you couldn't cover it. You had to make sure that shirt showed that that label. You yeah. paid seventy five dollars for that damn triangle on your shirt. You're gonna oh wear God. it so proudly. Yeah. I walked past the guest store probably a year, maybe it was probably two or three years ago now, and I was like, wow. That's uh, not not what we wear anymore. You know what I mean? Right. Not what we wear anymore. Not really a thing. But back in the day, right. man, they had they had their moment. Yes, they yes. had their and moment. I, and I only had the one pair, but I loved it. And, and you wore those. I bet you wore that th- three or four days out of the week, didn't you? You know what? I probably did. Yep. Every Friday, to. every Saturday, there you're going out jeans. Yep. Hundred percent. That's right. That's a good well, one. Thank you. Thanks for that memory. Have a good day. All right, you guys too. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 